0: You can get any hot beverage for $1 with the 7-Eleven app. Wait, any hot beverage? Any hot beverage you want for just $1. Even a pumpkin spice latte? (sighs) Even a pumpkin spice latte. But Are you judging me because I'm a man who PSLs? Mostly I'm judging you because you're rooting for the other team. But also because you can get any hot beverage at any size for $1 with your 7-Eleven app and you only get a pumpkin spice latte. Hey man, I like what I like. 7-Eleven, be game day ready. Plus tax where applicable. Valid at participating locations.
1: Welcome to the Jarjour Brothers podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Sound Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I am your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour. And we're coming at you, recorded and direct from the Sound Live Studios in Sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at facebook.com/slash. S O N T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool America. But first, please enjoy our intro music. by Jacob West. We know why, I know. You know. We know why you feeling my baseline, feeling my feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling you feeling my baseline. Good afternoon and welcome into S O N T live. I'm your co-host, Sammy George and you're watching That Being Said with George and Sammy George, and it's episode 357, brought to you by Freshly. Happy Monday. George, go for it. We're coming at you live and direct from the Live Studios
0: in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on our Facebook.com slash our personal Periscopes, G. George or Sammy, or YouTube.com slash Sports. This
1: is Sports Radio Redefined. Today's episode is brought to you by Freshly fresh food, never frozen. So if you're busy and you don't have a lot of time to eat healthy or cooking just isn't for you, this is the best time to do it. Start at 2018. You can go to Freshly.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com and use promo code SAW and you'll get $40 off your first two orders. That is $39 for six meals. It's a steal and you can only get that exclusive offer for a limited time. It's their best offer ever. So go to Freshly.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com and enter promo code SONT, S-O-N-T. You won't regret it, and we'll talk about that again in the middle of the show, and happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, man. What a, uh, I'm going to steal one of our commenters'
0: uh, comments. Uh, Gabe, he says, what's going on? What a fucking weekend in sports. Let's get started, and what a weekend in sports it was. Uh, we got, the one thing I want to take away from this weekend is the really sad news that DeMarcus Boogie Cousins Tore his ACL and is out for the season. This is a team, if you guys watch our show, that uh, me and Sammy are enamored with. A team that me and Sammy kept saying they could get better, they could get better, they could get better. And they finally seemed like they were clicking on all cylinders, beating the Houston Rockets. The first time Sammy the Rockets lost when they had Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella in the lineup at the same time. Chris Paul's first loss of the season? Which is pretty remarkable. Chris lost his first. Chris, Chris losses. Loss. Chris Paul, <laughs> the losers. First loss. Chris the loser. Uh, Chris Paul's first loss of a whole season, as Sammy said, and it came in the hands of the Pelicans of Boogie Cousins and uh, Anthony Davis. But now Boogie Cousins is out for the season, and I don't know where the Pelicans go from here.
1: And like you said, a lot of people, if you watch this show, you know how much we like them. I'm I'm a big Demarcus Cousins fan. While George's favorite player is quite possibly. Outside of, like, the main stars, like, George's favorite player, like, that's not mainstream is definitely Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and I, Boogie is definitely one of my favorite players that's not – like, he'd be my favorite player that's not one of the mainstreams. Like, the LeBron right. or James Harden. Like, I love LeBron. I love James Harden. But that's just, like – household, They're household names. Everybody and loves him. Now, everyone knows
0: Anthony Davis and, and DeMarcus Marcus. Cousins if you're a fan of the NBA. But we're talking about the, the casual fans who maybe don't watch the NBA each and every day. Like, you know, our mom, she'll see James Harden beard. She'll be like, oh, that's the guy with the beard. Yeah. She knows who LeBron James is. She knows
1: who Steph Curry is. And KD. And KD. Because they're very pretty- probably about all she knows, and, right?
0: now. And some, a lot of people know Russell Westbrook because he dresses crazy. Yeah, and, and
1: she'll know Kevin Love because he plays on LeBron's team. She, he looks like one of my friends, John. Yeah, Spence. so, I mean, but that's. But like, but that, she that, won't know who DeMarcus
0: Cousins is. Yeah, or, or Anthony. Dave. So, like, she's a good barometer <laughs> of a non sports fan who knows stuff. So I kind of use her as an example quite a bit. So she wouldn't know who these guys are. And Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are definitely two of my favorite players outside, the, like you said, the national spotlight.
1: Yeah. And I think um, we should dive deeper into that when we get to our NBA right. topics. Um, we will open up with something about the Super Bowl. I mean, we're not trying to dive too deep into the Super Bowl like completely. I mean, yeah. We want to dive deep all week, obviously. It's Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. So happy Super Bowl week to everyone. Um, but we got to leave little things for each part of the week. Um, Absolutely. We'll and definitely one of the things- do like –
0: Go ahead. I was going to say, one of the things definitely for the Super Bowl we want to do is kind of um, go through all the prop bets that we like. We'll do that later in the week. You yeah, that's something we have to fun. be prepared for, it, though. We're yeah, not. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying for later <laughs> for the week. No, know, I'm just telling the people, do. we're not okay. prepared for
1: that at all. So that's something that's going to come. Uh, Probably like that's going to be a long – like That's
0: probably going to be on Thursday most like, or Friday even. I just want to give it – and then one thing I did want to say, that's why I said that, is like that's one of our ideas for how we're going to use our first Super Bowl week. So if you're watching, you have any ideas, anything you want to see us try out here live on Air for Super Bowl week, let us know Friday afternoon 5 to 5.30. We're going to do Super Bowl trivia. going to be fun. And other than that, anything you guys suggest for our first uh, – as I called it the other day, uh, Super, Super Week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so we'll dive into that today. We're going to dive into Super Bowl stuff, the NBA topic. So DeMarcus Cousins is out for the year. Uh, Mike Conley is now out for the year, which these are some guys that not only were – Mike Conley could be a guy that was on some trade blocks to, that could go to a good team. Right. and DeMarcus Cousins not only was on a contender-ish, he was also in t- trade talks, and there's a lot of free agency stuff we'll get into today that's all kind of mixed in with all this. Um, so a lot of NBA news. We'll also cover LeBron to LA talk. It's been resurfaced. We're also gonna cover a lot of today news. There's a lot of little things in wrestling and boxing and well there you get MMA and wrestling in the same thing. There's a lot of you know things that are related to the Super Tiger Bowl. Tiger Woods came back. Um, yeah, Tiger Woods. There's a lot going on. Um, but we'll open up with some Super Bowl stuff and uh, I see a comment from someone that I don't usually see on the show and it's uh, Jaleel Mickey. Jaleel Mickey what is up? We answer all comments on the show as, as much as we can. He said, stats versus Pats. Do the stats the Eagles uh, put at least give them a chance to win Super Bowl 52?
0: Well, I think mean, this is a pretty good way to open up, actually, the topic of Super Bowl 52. And absolutely, it gives them a chance. But now, look, the thing is, the way, the only way I believe Sammy the Eagles can win this football game is if they blow out the Patriots, which I don't think is going to happen. But if you're going to tell me in the fourth quarter of a close Super Bowl game, I mean, Nick Foles even today in one of his interviews is like, wow, I've never even been to a Super Bowl to watch, let alone play. If the game's close at the end of the game, I trust Belichick and Brady in their eighth Super Bowl to make the big play and do the right execution to win the Super Bowl. But now Philadelphia has one of the most talented rosters in all of football. So could they come out like gangbusters like they did against Minnesota? Absolutely, but I just don't see it per se.
1: Yeah, and I haven't heard that uh, saying the stats versus pats. Yeah, but I, I kind of like, like that because you're, if we're that's I mean it's kind of what we're starting to we're probably looking at here. I mean it's a team that. The Pats don't do anything flashy when it comes to numbers or statistics. The Eagles, uh, I mean, they've had some interesting times throughout you know the, the year, but the Eagles have not um, necessarily you know been overly impressive. If Carson Wentz was been out, but for having a backup quarterback, other than those two bad games they had, they've been all right. And they're the more of the team that's going to give you like the wow stats are in the right. game because they have the, the run game and they'll find a way to make everything happen. The Pats, I feel like, regardless of a game, even if it's like a 400-yard passing game by Tom Brady, sometimes even with those kind of games, you, it doesn't, like, flash at you. Like It's not like right. a holy shit, like they dominate but, offensively.
0: Because their offense is not that type of offense like, uh, that's going to throw 65 yards down the field. Yeah, so it's, that's
1: why I like the Stats versus Pats, because yeah. I feel like a, a lot of other teams, when the Patriots go against them, it's like, you see where they're getting a lot of their yardage in this, and the patch of that team—they're just really quiet. Reminds me of the Spurs. I know it's like probably a cliche example, mm-hmm. but it is. It's like it just things happen, and you don't really notice them, and then all of a sudden things are out of hand. Do the Eagles have a chance? Yes, and I, I I've been so like back and forth, like okay, it's going to be a blowout. Like the Pats are way better, but then again, as good as the Patriots have always been, you don't tend to see blowouts in the Super Bowl. I mean, no, I, I mean, I don't think the Patriots
0: have been in a Super Bowl that wasn't coming down to one of the last few possessions. Yeah. And that's
1: where I think, yeah, it's not going to be a blowout because this other team's not that bad. And I know there's, there's a lot of, you know, the experience talk. Uh, and that's something I believe in too. Like, okay, eight Super Bowls compared to zero, right? Like right. let's say Nick Foles. But there's also some points in life where, Somebody else does have to get their first sometimes. And it, it doesn't always mean the more experience is going to win. You know? no, 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 no. But, but it's an advantage. The it's way an you look. advantage, but not always the biggest advantage. I mean, you look at the Seahawks against the Broncos. Yeah. The Broncos were a more experienced team. They have a quarterback who was a Super Bowl the winning quarterback. The quarterback was more experienced, but that team was also in its first Super Bowl. Okay, but that team had a lot more players that have been in the league and right. more established Throughout their careers, compared to the Seahawks, who had no players probably right. on the roster that have ever been to right. Super but, but
0: the thing you said is, and which is rings the most true is you said, "Yes, it's an advantage, but it's not the biggest advantage." And it yeah. I, it it definitely ha- plays a role.
1: It depends but, on the it's certain spots of the game. Now, yeah, if you're up, if um if the Patriots come out the gate up fourteen nothing, I'm going to say like that experience is going to play advantage here because uh-huh. that's what happens. If it comes down. To like it's a shootout and it's a close game, whatever shootout whether that means a lot of points or low points, but just a shootout like it's a close game at the end. I think that at that point it just comes like if it's a fourth quarter game, tie game, that comes down to execution more than experience, in my opinion. Which, yeah, sure, it can play a role. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's impossible because of experience that the Eagles wouldn't be able to close out a game against the Patriots. No, 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 for no example, absolutely. Which not. to your point, it's an advantage, but it doesn't mean it's the end all, tell all, which is what I feel like one of the big narratives is: is oh my god, the experience. Nick Foles, you know, hasn't played games like this. The coach has never been in games like this. The roster, but like I said, every there's always a point where somebody has to get there first. I mean, it's not like we're gonna live in a world forever where Brady's the only person to win Super Bowls or well, he's you lost know. it and he's lost and he's two. Lost them. Well, he's
0: lo- I mean, it's pretty easy to say if you want to go look back in that Super Bowl against the New York Giants, the first one they lost. That was experience of the New England Patriots that were that didn't me, equate into a win. Yeah. So it's not always gonna give you the win, but definitely if you look into the game, I mean, at the end of the day, when we're, you're trying to break down the football game, you it's one it's one of the factors that um, can give you an opportunity to say whether or not you think is gonna be this team's gonna win or the other team's gonna win, and it's just, it's an advantage for the Patriots definitely. But uh, to Sammy's point, I, and I do agree with him completely, it is not the only advantage for the Patriots is the Super Bowl uh, experience. I mean, they I think they have the advantage of, at the quarterback and the coaching position. And regardless of the um, experience, I think teams with better quarterbacks and coaching usually win many of these Super Bowls, many of these games. So in theory, I believe that the Patriots are going to be able to uh, – play this game in a fashion that they use their experience to their advantage, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to really be the hindrance on
1: the Philadelphia Eagles that most people believe it will be. Sorry about that, guys. I have to plug in the iPad. If you what? guys Let me know if you guys hear any type of buzzing noise or not. Sometimes when our uh, camera equipment's plugged in, you get a little mm, noise, and I don't know if it's going to happen. So, please let us know if you do hear anything. You might not because new software, but just let us know. Um, yeah, so I-, I am really excited about this week, though, because, uh, you know, it- there could be different scenarios which made the Super Bowl more exciting, like mm-hmm. a Saints Patriots or whoever it may be, another Falcons Patriots, right? Honestly, if I was looking, like, on the, if I was thinking about it when the playoffs started, the Eagles would have been lower on my list of teams I wanted yeah. to see in the Super Bowl against them. I would have probably said I would rather see the Panthers. I'd rather see the uh, Falcons. I'd rather see the Rams. I'd rather have seen the um, The Vikings. I don't know. Vikings and Eagles are my last two. Right. Probably, right, on right, that list. Right. Who else would uh, – I'm missing a team. You are
0: missing a team, and I can't, for the love of me, remember who this team is.
1: I think I said them a minute ago, and then I – just like I think Roddy. you just named
0: five out of the six NFC
1: teams. I, so I'd rather have seen the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons. Yes. No, you named five teams and the Eagles are sixteen. The Saints? Oh, and I named the Rams. Okay, yeah. yeah. Actually, so I would have rather seen all four of those teams over the Vikings and Eagles. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe to your credit, because because I, I, Minnesota, the Super Bowl is in Minnesota, maybe I probably would have rather seen the Vikings in it too. Right. So the Eagles could have been the last team I wanted to see.
0: But as the is that because on, is that because Carson Wentz is out and they have Nick Foles, or is it just
1: a team in general? I uh, nothing against the team because I like. They answered your question is yes, but the team in general. But at the same time, nothing against that team. It's just Nick Foles plays a role, but I'd, I would like to see Cam Newton take another shot at the Super Bowl. Right. I'd like to see Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Right. Um, That's what I was excited. Falcons a Falcons for. A Falcon Super Bowl and then the Rams are just. That would have been a fun offense to see go against Bill Belichick, And, like, see a Sean McVay, like, maybe a future Belichick kind of guy yeah. against well, the yeah, Belichick.
0: D- yeah, and, I mean, with Carson Wentz, it'd be, like, the future. Like, he doesn't play like Brady, but, you know, the young stud quarterback yeah. versus the that, Tom Brady. And now that's gone. And like you said with the Rams, like, the young stud head coach versus the old Great head coach, and
1: then all the other quarterbacks against Brady would have been nice right. Would as have well. been much better. Um, but
0: uh, this is a Super Bowl matchup we have, and look, Philly's team. Well, I didn't get to my point for a okay.
1: second. I was-, I was saying, but there was a but to all this. But as the week has approached, I have become more and more excited because of this one fact: is that I think the Super Bowl is going to be a lot more fun than I'm considering it. It's going to be, or like other people might be considering it to be, because of the fact that Phillies kind of the team that no one's talking about. Right. The only thing that's in the news about Philly is like, oh, Doug Peterson said we're just going to approach this like, you know, like a real game. And like, no, Nick Foles has no experience. Like the only things being talked about are Doug Peterson having to approach this as regular game to like chill everyone out. And Nick Foles has no experience. Right. So I feel like we're not even talking about personnel stuff for the Eagles or like how good of a team they actually could be. So, I just feel like it's going to sneak up on the Patriots a little bit, not because they're going to be unprepared. I just think, in my mind, I was, I was thinking about the Patriots being so much better, but Patriots know sense. they're a good team, and I, I'm starting to realize more and more, like, this team won two playoff games. Like, they're, there's a reason they're in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they're going to put up more of, a fi- more of a fight than I actually probably am antici- first assuming. Yeah,
0: than I mean, you first anticipated.
1: But here's one
0: thing, Sammy, that um, – I like about the Eagles, and I, I think we all know, everyone watching this show at least knows who I mean. I've been on the Patriots, they're going to be in the Super Bowl, they're going to win a Super Bowl the whole entire year, and I still believe that. One thing I do like that's been coming out of Phil- the news out of Philadelphia in general is I don't know if you know, they played the Rams, you know, the week that Carson Wentz um, towards ACL, and um, they had a bye week the week before that, and they went out there a week early to on what it's like to spend a week in the road in anticipation of making it to the Super Bowl. So, And Doug Peterson told his players, the reason we're staying out here two weeks before the game is not because of any reason other than I want you guys to get prepared for spending a large amount of time in between games on the road in preparation for us making the Super Bowl this year. So this team really believes in themselves, and I think that's because of their head coach, Doug Peterson. And I, You remember after the game when the Rams... Um, they beat the Rams and Carson Wentz tore his ACL and Doug Peterson was out there on the uh, on the podium after the game and they asked him, "Oh man, what a Wentz is out for the year." Blah blah blah. He he was so confident and so like, oh no, Nick Foles is the, is the perfect guy that we wanted there for us. And I know he doesn't believe that deep down inside. Maybe he does, but
1: I believed it. I mean, like the minute he went out, I said, "I feel like this guy." Is the best possible option.
0: No, no, no. But what it, the reason is that we'd rather be nowhere else. I, I think we're looking at this differently. I mean, he obviously rather have Carson Wentz. But he all, he kind of brought it to his team. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Carson Wentz, if it's Nick Foles, or it's me out there. I believe in you guys. You guys better believe in you your guys. And you guys go out there and play football. Whoever the quarterback may be, because we can't control that.
1: Yeah, and this is where... I hate to do this and I'm going to do it. And this sounds like a, just to see, it sounds like a hot take, but I'm not even trying to make it a hot take. I'm trying to figure out because I wasn't so sold on Wince in the first place. You know me, like I've, I was not that I wasn't sold. That's the wrong way to put it. It was like how I felt about the Rams. I'm like, they're very good, but like, let's take this pump the brakes because I was like, it's still year two for golf. And like, that's right. how I felt about Wentz all year. I was right. like, It's still year two. Like let's pump the brakes. Like maybe he's not that good. Um, and now, I'm trying to decide, like, th- there has to be a certain point where you look at it. Let's say they go out here and they beat the Patriots, like a nice convincing win. Mm-hmm. There has to be a certain point where you look at it where it's like, if Carson wins, is that amazing, right? We're talking, like, Tom Brady. We're talking Drew Brees. We're talking, like, a top quarterback in the NFL. He was, I mean, he what? He was probably the favorite to win the MVP, yeah, right? Uh, he, I mean, if he didn't <laughs> get hurt, he probably would have won that. Yeah. MVP award after I'm MVP. just saying, I'm not taking it. I believe he's a top 10 quarterback, Right. right. But, like. Is he? Is it a lot to do with the system that he was put in, or like is he really this mind-blowing, like top-notch, elite-level prospect? This is where I, I, if I see a team go to the playoffs, win three games, and one of those games being right. the Super Bowl, without that guy, I have some slight feeling, and this doesn't mean you're not good. Not, I'm not doubting his talent. I'm just, I have some slight feeling that maybe. You were extremely elevated by your certain situation, right? And there's some players that are elevated by situations. There's some that thrive on even not great situation, like a Russell Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. I know the Seahawks. If they lost to Russell Wilson, they wouldn't win nine games. We yes. know that, right? And and the, he's thrived in bad situations. And but I just like this is this is why I don't want I, to sound I, like a hot I, take. I, I, I'm not saying he's not a top quarterback in the NFL, but. Is he as amazing as we made him out to be this year as is I, a part of the system?
0: I think – see, here's the thing we get caught up with in sports fan is having to take a side. Why can't it be both? Look, I, I'm going to take Matt Castle as a good example of what a system can do to a quarterback and Tom Brady what a quarterback can do to the system. The system is great, obviously. Look, at um, you're running the same system Andy Reid ran in um, Kansas City and in Philadelphia, and it works. It seems like it works now. Matt Castle went 11 and 5 without Tom, when the Patriots had didn't have Tom Brady he but they lost put up in and put on the in no they didn't even make the playoffs. First uh-huh. 11 and 5 yeah. team in history not to make the playoffs, which is kind of bullshit. But I think I they know, went 10 and 6 then. I think they went 11 and five. I could be wrong. It's either 11-5. It yeah, you. look it up while you do that. But he can a system can make a quarterback look really good. Now, I think I believe Carson Wentz is really that good. I believe he's he's top 5 quarterback talent in National Football League. Does the system elevate him? Hell yeah. Um, But does that mean that Nick Foles is better than him and should be this starter above him? I know you didn't say that, but no. Um, I think Carson Wentz is obviously the more talented guy. You see it in the way they even play, the way they not dummied up their system. I hate that word, dummied up the system. But they're not making – he's not making – being asked to make the same throws that Carson Wentz was being asked, but they run a really good scheme. They're getting guys in open space. And look, this offensive line's really good. And Nick Foles is maybe, maybe, and I can't say for sure, the best backup quarterback in the league. He's way too good to be a backup. I don't think he's in that level where he can elevate himself to a top-five quarterback. Like, if Nick Foles was the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles this whole entire season, I don't think we'd be talking about him being the MVP like we were with
1: Carson Wentz. Does that make sense? Yes, but the, does that mean the team's in any different situation? That's what I'm talking about. It's yeah, I mean, probably a step down a tad and, bit. And the Patriots were 11-5 and missed the playoffs. Yeah, but how do you is, miss the playoffs at 11-5? Because the Ravens were also 11-5 in the wildcard and beat them that year. So Wow. It's yes, twelve that's and four wild card and 11 five wild card. The a- Colts were twelve and four with the hit with the wild card spot. Uh, Tennessee was uh, thirteen and three.
0: Well, it's not like the AFC this year.
1: Like that, who who's the Titans snuck in at eight and eight. Well, they had the Chargers made the won the conference at eight and eight. Also, right? oh, they won their division. So that's why there was two twelve and something teams in the wild card. Okay, um, but. Then again, your examples were great there, but at the same time, we're forgetting something. Right, Matt Castle, okay, great, right? The season ended with not even a playoff berth. We're right. talking a Nick Foles situation where he might win a Super Bowl. And I know this sounds ridiculous, right? Because like, it's Nick Foles, and this is not like a Tom Brady situation where we didn't know who he was. Yeah. You're like making a, it
0: sound like a hot take, but I understand exactly what you're saying, and it's not.
1: Yeah, because it's not a hot take. I think Carson Wentz is better than Nick Foles. Yeah. I'm just saying... How amazing is Carson? If Carson Wentz was, let's say Jameis Winston was placed into this Eagles offense yeah. and Carson Wentz was plopped into Tampa Bay, right? I think they would. Jameis Winston would have been the MVP candidate this year maybe. Like I'm saying that's, <laughs> right, where, I, I could, I, that's where maybe it, it is talent, but like a lot of system also. Th- th- because, that's why, like I said, it's both. Yes, but you have to take into account the fact that it doesn't look that great for the guy who's supposed to win the MVP, possibly, if his team wins a Super Bowl without him, in the backup plays, yeah. this he played really well in the playoffs. Right. I mean,
0: yeah. No, you're right. Not absolutely. a great look. For, I mean, like not but, a bad. No, no. But look. I mean, no. I mean, you're right that he played great, but it's not a bad or a good look for. Him. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> it doesn't matter how it looks when you win a Super Bowl for. Like, yeah, you see the kid he's rooting for. We got a couple comments on Periscope that I don't want to lose. Who from a Eagles fan? His name is. Big Johnny, what up, Big Johnny? What's up, Big Johnny? How you doing? He says Patriots are going down. Brady is a wuss. Belichick is overrated. Their D is going to crush them. And I mean, something about Atlanta. Just the word Atlanta. I don't know what that had to do with anything.
1: Big Johnny, what's good? Um, <laughs> so my thing is, um, I know you want to answer. Brady these. is not a wuss. Correct. First of all. Um, the D is gonna be. I think you said their D is gonna crush them. It means the Eagles' D is gonna crush Patriots, right? Right. This is why I also think this game is a lot closer than I originally thought it was gonna be. Originally, I was like, "Oh, Patriots are gonna kill them," blah blah blah. And then I realized this might be like a fourteen to ten game. Like, you think it'll be that low scoring? It could be. I. I it's gonna be hard. I know as good as Tom Brady is, as amazing as you know, like we know though. This is one thing we know about Tom Brady. As much as me and you both love him, and as much as he is the greatest quarterback of all time, he doesn't have the same arm talent as he did like five years ago. Oh, no, absolutely This is more like – it's been more of a mental and like IQ game for him. And
0: he had how many stitches in his throwing can? Like 10 or 12, Yeah, like That's not gone, by
1: the way. Yeah, and that's not easy against a top, top top-notch defense. And remember, I told you, I thought there was a lot of good defenses out there earlier this season, but then – When I saw that Eagles defense compared to what we saw out of the Vikings and then out of the Jags, and you're like, wait a second. The only team in the playoffs that was supposed to be one of these elite, elite defense, the only one that's not giving up 30, 40 points in a game is the the Eagles, and they are showing up. And one other reason it might have made uh, Nick Foles look better is because obviously they have a dominating defense. And, I mean, that's where – Big Johnny, right? Is that Big Johnny?
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure I had. To-
1: Big John, Big Johnny, whatever, either one. Big John, Big Johnny. I like it. It's Big Johnny. B I G J H O N N I. Big Johnny, what's good? Um, I do think the Patriots are gonna end up winning this game because they're just, I think they're all around better and they have better coach and better quarterback. But I originally this week thought it was gonna be a blowout. Now I see it as a close, lower scoring game. It, it's gonna be somewhere in from the in the ten to twenty one to like 18 to 24 range. Like right. I could see it being like 24 to 14 or like 21 to 10 or like it's going to be not that ridiculous. It's not going to be like, not going to be much of a shootout high scoring wise.
0: Yeah, I know. Sammy. you are, you're spot on with that. Now, the only way I think that goes different than what you're saying is turnovers. That's it. If, if the Patriots force into some turnovers that change field position or results in touchdowns, or vice versa. Yeah. The I was gonna
1: tell is- you, don't don't uh don't just don't take away the vice versa. Oh, project. yeah, of course. I mean the Eagles There might be a better chance that the Eagles, Eagles- force turnovers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Or vice versa. This game is not gonna be I think that's the only way you would you we see a high scoring game. These offenses look, even the Patriots, uh they asked Bill Belichick about this. They haven't scored during the first quarter of any Super Bowl they've been a part of. That's seven that's seven quarters of football. That's over almost two games. If they do it again this, this Super Bowl, that's equivalent of two games. The first quarter of the Super Bowl, they have not scored a point.
1: That plays to the Patriots, like,
0: book, though. Yeah, of like, course it does. Because it, it, they're feeling out the competition. Always.
1: Like, you'd see that Jags game. Like, did you hear what Jalen Ramsey was doing, running around the sideline, being like, guys, they're going to make a comeback. Like, Lock in. They're make, He said people were like too relaxed on the sideline. He was like, "Well, how many Well, I like, mean,
0: to Jalen Rose, uh, Jalen Ramsey.
1: Rose, Jalen Ramsey's uh, credit. How many times have we seen this story? All the time. They play the competition. They figure out what they're going to do, and then the competition comes out always. Right. And that's why I said the Jags lost the game. A lot of these teams that the Patriots beat." It depends how you see this perspective because I know this could be argued that right. this is the Patriots' actual advantage, but I think it's more of a the other team's fault mm-hmm. type of thing why they blew the game is the fact that a team like the Jags will come out and do the same game plan because right. they have a lead and not consider the fact that the other team's also adjusting. That's Absolutely. That's where I see it as, okay, yeah, maybe it's because there's a judgment on Patriots' part. You can consider that more of them winning, but I see it sometimes more as the other team blowing the game because – you should know by now as like an NFL head coach that if you're up at half, doing the same thing is not going to give you the same results against the Patriots no. in the second half. Like because you're going to have to counterattack what their whatever their counterattack is.
0: Which is so hard because the adjustments that Bill Belichick Belichick makes are second to none. He I mean, he's going to come out and make adjustments. You don't know what those adjustments are going to be. So to come so you have to adjust on the fly against the Patriots as soon as the first or second possession of the halftime coming that's what killed the falcons last year in the super bowl down i mean the patriots were down 28 to 3 they went into halftime made their adjustments and atlanta just kept doing the same thing they were doing the whole entire first half and thinking oh it worked in the first half it's no you got to adjust on the fly against the patriots and that's what they do to you they do the i mean what they call it the rope-a-dope they rope you in and then they knock you out with a sucker punch and the Thing with the Patriots is, you got to be careful if you're the other team of not like you said not getting comfortable with what you're doing, even if it's working, because eventually against the Patriots they're so smart defensively and offensively that they make adjustments to fix the issues that you were able to go in. I mean, and, and exploit at the beginning of a game.
1: Yeah, and this is it happens every week. Yeah, this is exactly what I said about the Jags. You don't make adjustments, that, that, and that's why I see it as you blowing the game not really the Patriots beating you. I just feel like you beat yourself in those situations. Mm-hmm. And this happened to so many teams time after time. Just, okay, we're not going to make any adjustments because we're up. This is – the Jags literally um, – like they literally gave away the game. They took a knee with 50 seconds left and two timeouts right. saying like, oh, we're up 14 to 10. This is exactly where we want to be you exactly where you want to be is up by four against the Patriots at half. No, you want to be up by more than four first of all. And secondly, like there's a lot more beneficial things the uh, beneficial situations you could be in. So I feel like they already they were waving the white flag then the first half like instead of let's make the right plays like we're just gonna lay down and be like this is good enough right now against right. the Patriots. they come out the next half, try the same game plan and of course, You're going against Bill Belichick. Of course he's going to make adjustments towards your team. Of course they're going to make Uh, a comeback. Don't don't wave the white flag with 50 seconds left in the second quarter and take Uh, a knee and you have two timeouts. It's just like the Falcons last year, and this
0: will be the last point I make on that, and then maybe we'll get to the comments. But the last point I want to make is you're right. Look at the Falcons even last year. What did they get? They got conservative. They got comfortable with the lead. The Patriots exploited them. Same thing with the Jaguars. They got comfortable with the lead. They played conservative. The Patriots exploited them. And the Eagles, look, if they get the lead, they cannot play conservative and let the Patriots exploit them. You're absolutely right.
1: It's true. That's the truth. Comments. Let's do Um, it. Gabe says prayers up for Boogie and Roberson. Um, I think Roberson's out for OKC. Yeah, I
0: think he's out for the year as well. I saw the what, what happened to him exactly. Though I forget. I saw the highlight in, on Bleacher Report, but I didn't really click through it and watch it. Yeah,
1: and we'll we'll be um, we will be uh, talking about a lot more of the NBA stuff on one of our next segments. We'll be talking about a lot of the the injury stuff, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and just kind of talking about all that stuff in general. There's a LeBron stuff. There's I'm going to talk to you about some of the power rankings I'm seeing and see where we're, we're kind of at with the NBA season. Um, Gabe said, what a dunk by Embiid, but we know that Westbrook was trying to draw a charge. And this was, what were we listening to? Where they were like, "Who were, it was Brian Windhurst yesterday on um, ESPN Radio. We are driving home late night. We were at a University of Washington basketball game last night. We are driving home, and Brian Windhurst was like, I'm kind of tired of the, like people like talking about these posters. Remember that he's yesterday, yeah. he was like, he was like, the only reason somebody's getting dunked on is because he's actually doing the right thing and playing stepping up or on playing the help defense. Side. Yeah, but he said, well, that was for the, the, the crossover. That, yeah, yeah that but different. just in general, but yeah. he said the only reason people get dunked on is because they have actual help side defense and he tried to take a charge. And then he later on went on to say, just like when somebody gets crossed over, that's only because they're actually playing hard defense and trying to make a play. And he's like, I'm kind of getting tired of people talking about. Like, ooh, guy got dunked on. He's like, yeah, well, actually, like, first of all, it should have been a charge. And Russell Westbrook was actually doing help defense, which 90% of the NBA nowadays doesn't even give a fuck about. Yeah. And he sh- should feel embarrassed. And Embiid, I-, I really was talking to George about this. I don't think anyone likes Embiid outside of the Philly. Like, players, not like, there, players, there, not like there's fans. A, I mean, I'm sure there's a few people who do, but mm-hmm. in the majority
0: of NBA – Probably finds him obnoxious, but he's not from America. Like, I'd leave the guy – not leave him alone. Like, his it's his teammates' jobs too, but the problem is they have a lot of young guys and a lot of foreign guys on that team. Yeah. It's someone's job to de- say, hey, uh, Joel, this is not how things are done here.
1: But they don't have that veteran presence. Yeah, and, I mean, this, but this is just how – they do have some veteran presence, actually. J.J. I mean, like, Reddick. J.J. Reddick, he's a very, like, good vet in the NBA. guess um, you don't have enough – but no, like they JJ has talked about it on his podcast actually, and they they enjoy it as the team. Like, here's the thing: the reason I disagree with what you say there is because I don't think anyone needs to teach him anything. I think it's fine what he's doing. Okay, I just think fair. it's a. I just think people aren't going to like you outside of your team. And, that's it, that's and, all it is. And you know
0: what? Does it matter if
1: people like Lance Stevenson if you're no, not on the Pacers? But do, no, but, but he, does it matter? No. As long as your teammates like yeah. you, to your point, who cares? And there's a lot of players like them in the NBA, and there's been a lot of players like that in the past. I mean. I, I People don't like Lance Stevenson if he's on your team. But play, Pacers players are probably like, that's my guy. Like Yeah, it's my guy. People, most here. people probably don't like Draymond Green when you play against him. But Correct. if he's on your team, you love him. So that's why I feel like nobody needs to teach him beat anything. Like, oh, he's fine doing what he's doing. Like, okay, let him talk shit. Sure. Let him do that. But just know you're not going to get like – you're not going to be like in that – Buddy, buddy world. Right. Of the no, no, fair enough. Yeah. Wait, you made a great point who there. Who needs to be in the buddy, buddy world anyway? Yeah. You don't want to be there anyway. Yeah. I, 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 that's starting to get a little overrated. In yep. my eyes. I'm with you. Devin said, Yo, Roberson needed to go, anyways. And he <laughs> Poor said, I guy. almost cried when I heard about Boogie. Yeah. We watched, we were oh. watching it live and we, everyone knew. I feel all the announcers, like, mm-hmm. what else is it when a guy jumps and holds the back of his ankle? I know. I and just, there's no contact. You kind of know uh, it's Achilles.
0: You know, just ex- especially Boogie, man. He's he's kind of gotten this rap his whole career about being a bad guy and being a head case. And really, I guess if you want to really look at things, it's just Sacramento is a head case organization.
1: Well, he was losing that. That's the thing. That's why a lot of people said he was changing his narrative. Yeah, that's was what yeah, that's where,
0: yeah, that's what I, was, where I, was trying, I was getting to is. It must be Sacramento because he comes over here. He plays with uh, Anthony Davis. He seems like his teammates love him. He seems like a great guy. He gets voted as an all-star game starter. Things are going the right way for Boogie when this happens. You just feel so terrible for the guy.
1: Yeah, and we'll obviously I keep saying it, but we're going to dive deeper into this because I think this has a lot of implications Um, when we talk about LeBron in L.A., when we talk about the Pelicans' direction, and when we talk about Boogie and his money.
0: No, I— We'll dive into it a little deeper. I don't want to, but I, one one question from you: He has a player option, right? He can re, he can pick it up. I am unsure. Okay, so, no fall-offs. <laughs>
1: okay. right. well, how, that's a that's a question we'll for so. the break. Yeah, we'll look at some some it during reason. the break
0: because um, I believe he might have a player option, and if he does, he's probably going to come back for another year because no one's going to sign him to a max contract off an of
1: Achilles. He's still young, though. but we'll get into this okay. more. Um, Gabe said, Rousey. To WWE, saw it coming a mile away and knew it was gonna happen, but it was kind of uh, it was kind of cringe the way she came out. I, I kind of like it because okay, I I I enjoy MMA to a certain extent. I don't watch it really because I have no connection to any of these people, whatever. Um, but like, I watched a couple main fights. I watched a couple main Rousey fights, and I watched a couple main. McGregor fights. Nothing else ever. In my life. I don't even think you're not even into it. Like you haven't yeah. even watched. But I do have thoughts, which is weird. Yeah, but you don't. But like you don't watch MMA. Zero. Yeah, zero. Like you never even sat. And through I don't a watch fight, WWE. Right? Yeah, but I don't either. But you've never sat through even like a fight, right? Have you UCF, not, or UFC, not. I
0: I don't like UCF. I don't think they're national champions. <laughs> and you don't watch. And UFC. I don't watch UFC. So
1: I I mean you know me. I used to do like boxing, not like actual fights with people, but like at boxing training at a U U F. I keep wanting to say UCF because you posted an article about him. A UFC gym. So I started getting a little, and it was always on the TV, and so I got invited to, like, watch a fight one, so I watched it. Not too sold on it. I think it's a little overly gruesome. I like boxing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little more classic fighting. Like, we're not talking about, like, knocking a person's knee in half and just too much blood for me. Uh, But Ronda Rousey I was actually intrigued by. I kind of like this move because, first of all, there's something about watching women beat each other to, like, the death of them that made me uncomfortable. I don't know what it was. But, like, watching women's UCF, even me, me, UFC. Even, geez, even, geez. even <laughs> men makes me uncomfortable. That's why I don't watch GC, Yeah, the men, may, I tell you, the blood. But this, I said especially. Especially yeah. the woman. There's something about the woman UFC that made me really uncomfortable. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's just that's, like, always a big topic is, like, just... I don't like seeing a woman get beat, and that sounds like a good thing to say. But I just—I know what I you're know saying. It's a sport, but like, I just didn't like that feeling. Yeah, it just some, people... um, and I know WWE is staged, mm-hmm. right? And WWE is kind of making a surge right now.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. It, I think just in general, a lot of older
1: things, like retro things, are in. And yes. that's and that's why I'm kind of cool with this because i almost can guarantee you if i hear about a scheduling time Mm -hmm. of when round rousey's making her wwe debut and it's a channel that i have as a provider (laughs) i will turn it on so i really like this move specifically because now i might tune into a wwe match and Mm -hmm. i just feel like it's kind of a cool retro thing to be in and we're in this kind of industry where it could be interesting And she's just sparking another interest right. for everybody in the world, and I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know me saying, I, I don't watch UFC, I don't watch UCF, I don't, I'm kidding about that, sorry, UCF fans. I, do, I don't watch WWE, uh, there was, before WWE, there was, the world, there was another WWE something wrestling organization, I don't watch this stuff, but... I like business, right? I mean, I'm not, that's what I like. I like to read about business and stuff. This is a genius marketing move by WWE. Ronda Rousey is probably the most well known female fighter in the last 10 years. And right now, possibly the most female athlete maybe, right now? Maybe, possibly the most famous female athlete. And maybe even. Other than like Serena Williams, probably. Yeah, this is probably Serena. But, and maybe even the most popular and well known UF.
1: Outside of McGregor.
0: Yeah, but I, I now he's kind of transcended himself to boxing. So outside of McGreg- Okay, so outside of McGregor <laughs> outside of McGregor, probably the most well known name. She's been in movies like Entourage. I know her face. Even if I don't I'm not gonna watch it, I see how good this is for business and I think it's a fantastic move.
1: Yeah, and I I love it. I yeah. just I don't know. I think it's good for business and I think it's actually something like even though you said, even though you don't watch it, like now I, I agree with that because I, I don't watch it. But now it's something that I feel like I could genuinely be like, I'll turn it on. Cool. And maybe I get yeah. into it because I, I think it's one of those things. I know a lot of people uh, like I know a lot of people that probably do what we do or like love sports as much as we do that also genuinely enjoy wrestling. So I feel like there has to be something that might spark my interest within it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, fair there's enough. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, I, I definitely would watch it. There's a lot of people that don't also. But it, if it's something that I have continually told you, like, oh, I'd love to get into movies and pop culture more because I feel like a lot of people in our industry are into that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I know that there's probably a reason why it might spark my interest. Right. You know, fair whether enough. or not, if it does, I don't know if it will. Fair, fair. Um, Devin said, "My score prediction is that the Eagles will win the first half 10 to 3, but the final score I feel will be like 28 to 24. Pats. I could I could see that. Yeah, I
0: um maybe not such a high scoring second half Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I would, And by the way, is this a good time to tell people we're going to be doing show after the Super Bowl? Whenever you want. All right. right. Just, well, I just think we announced it multiple times during the week. We will be coming to you live and direct from the Sun Live Studios after the Super Bowl for a post game show, but probably after the trophy presentation and all that stuff not like directly after the game but kind of give you some reactions and all that right after the game
1: so stay tuned or uh we'll figure out more of like a concrete time as the week goes so when it could possibly be around um and if you guys of course follow this page on facebook and we'll put up like a, a waiting room when we know like a half an hour before so you can kind of see when it's coming up um Devin said, Jameis Winston, question mark, question mark. That was to my comment that if Jameis Winston was in this offense, yeah. he'd be like an MVP. And I genuinely think so. I'm going to refrain from saying
0: anything, but uh, you obviously know I think so too. Uh, Jameis
1: needs to not burn me next year. Yeah. Uh, George has a, a lot on the line next year. if Jameis Winston and Andrew, and Andrew Luck. Locke. Yeah. I got, I got, and a lot of words on the line. I got
0: three guys on that I'm really in line for. I got Jimmy Garoppolo finishing top five
1: MVP. Yeah, that's not again I would I put so much for it to it's not happening. Oh, it's happening, baby. It's not. Tyler said, I'm sorry, but that mild jack fumble recovery shouldn't have been taken. Shouldn't have been taken to the house. It would have been 27-10. Jacksonville wasn't really letting off, but did overthink on the final few drives. He said should have. It should have been uh, taken to I've watched that. I'm half that, and re- half, I'm half, 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 too. I'm really half and half on
0: that. Um, it shouldn't look, have been blown down just, okay, because that's, the NFL should never blow that down. Yeah, here's the thing. Don't blow your whistle. See what happens. Review it. But once a whistle is blown, who knows if Miles Jack would have – maybe Patriots would have actually got up and tackled him if the whistle didn't get blown. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I mean, he. if you look at the highlight, he first sure would have taken him to the house. But the problem is there, not just – for me, it's not if he would have taken it to the house or not. Is When he stripped it, technically, Deion Lewis is also touching him. Whether or not he's purposely touching him or they're just making mm-hmm. contact, wouldn't that been a reason for him to have also been down? That's how I looked at it, but I don't know. But the, my, what, the whole point uh, is don't call it down on the yeah, just Yeah, let him play. Yeah. Um, but, but I agree with that. I mean, that's where... You never know. Like, if they didn't call down the field and they said, that's a touchdown, that game's completely different. We're talking different narrative And and even at the same time, the Jags had the ball. They should have done something with it. Yeah, they did get the ball back. Yeah. Um, And they did kneel with 50 seconds and two timeouts, the first team in the entire season to do so. Yep. Which is ridiculous. Devin said, I love Embiid, but that dunk was overblown. If anything, Westbrook ain't no bitch and is willing to sacrifice his body. The reason I will bet on that is because Westbrook has some most uh, most some of the most crazy athletic dunks, and this is my point. Westbrook could have gone up and tried to contest it, but he, all he tried to do is actually take do the right thing for the team, help, <laughs> he, and take a charge. He took the, he made the right basketball play and got a highlight
0: reel dunk on him, and then got the, maybe one of the best moments in the NBA this season when, after the game, as the clock was dribbling out, just decided to give the death stare to Embiid.
1: I love, and honestly. I never thought this would come out of my mouth, but I'm starting to love Russ. Winter. I am as like, well. He's becoming one of my f- top five favorite players, and I've kind of disliked him for many years. But I got to that point where I realized... like, He just cares a lot more than most people. Yeah, and that makes me like him. Yeah, like, me too. Whether or not... I, And I genuinely... Whether or not it's going to happen... I used to say like he can't be a championship player. He can. He has enough yeah. passion. And it's just going to take certain things... Uh, I, this team's not the team that's going to win it for him, but if he had the right... He I, reminds me of... Uh, like, the, he could like have a, won three. If Durant stayed, yeah, they would, would have won a championship. Yeah, I think so.
0: And I think a situation like Dirk Nowitzki when he won in Dallas as the number one guy and a bunch of guys around him, I can see Russell Westbrook taking a team like that with the right pieces and winning a championship.
1: Like, yeah, and that's why I'm starting to like him a yeah. lot. Like cha- I've liked James Harden for a long time, but like... I'm starting to look at, like, Russ Westbrook and be like, at least, I kind of like them the same almost now, because at least with Russ Westbrook, first of all, like, he does not give a fuck about no one, which right. I love. If you're not on his team, don't fuck with me. <laughs> like, in and, and number three, like, as much as I hate the Thunder because they were taken from Seattle, yeah. like, he's kind of a fucking boss for just, like, re-signing right. the fourth contract up, so not even test free, just, like... Listen I this is my squad, I'm going to hold it down, yeah, and, I'm and, like, it, and that's kind of sick
0: it is, and i and I, I don't want him to win a championship in Oklahoma city ever i'm just I'm gonna go on the record and say that I hope he never wins one championship in Oklahoma City, but it doesn't seem like he's going anywhere anytime soon,
1: <laughs> yeah, and if he wins a championship in Oklahoma City, whatever I'll be butthurt. hurt i I won't I mean like it's been enough years. it's almost been ten years now, and so it's been ten years, and so I'll be fine with it because by the time he wins one, it might be another three, four years and and I I could see it kind of when the Warriors break up. LeBron's like probably thirty five now in West. There's gonna be a like-
0: small window between teams. You know what I mean? Like when, when when the Warriors break up, which eventually they will. They only have a year or two left. And then when LeBron gets older, there's always that window between. Like I feel like. At least in my lifetime, there's always been dynasties for some reason. Like, but there's always a small window of two or three years where random teams win championship, and yeah. that'll be the time. Like to your point, like when Dirk won one, when Dirk won one, yeah, and then the Celtics won one, and uh, then and, the, was... and the Pistons won one, two.
1: The Pistons won two back to back. I'm pretty sure, right?
0: I think they just we went back to back, but I think they only won one. I could be wrong about that. Are you so, sure? About that? No, I'm not. I'm not quite sure about that, but I think they won Maybe one. they Only won one. But like that's a random it is. team. They won
1: only two thousand four, but I think they went to back to back to back, 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 and then back, lost back. One, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's like there's
0: the, to your point, that would be the window for a team like Oklahoma City to win a championship.
1: Good for Larry Brown. I just realized they like, they beat Phil Jackson in the Lakers. You know? Yeah. That's a that's a good win. It was the team of the Lakers had Shaq, Kobe. Kobe, Gary, and Carl Malone. Yep. Like people that they should not have lost that no they, uh, they and they were going for a four pea yeah that've been pretty sick yeah. um couple more comments and we'll take a quick break all right um devin said boogie is like my third or fourth favorite player shit hurt <laughs> and that's where that's what i've been saying it in the does. beginning of the show like outside of like really right now outside of like the lebron the harden's the westbrook's the curry's durants like boogie's definitely like my favorite like lesser known player yeah. he's not lesser known to the household basketball fan. yeah the he's a household not. nba name like a sports basketball but he's not like a household name like he's not like a your grandma doesn't know lebron james one. yeah yeah um devin said ufc ucf are the true tramps lol 13 and 0 is better no comment no comment <laughs> uh sammy michael said so george you don't know what the rock is cooking what, what he what probably do doesn't know what The Rock is cooking. What, 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 what
0: did he used to do? He's like, do you smell what The
1: Rock—what what what was he cooking? I mean, this is his point, so you don't watch no, WWE, I don't. so you don't know what The but Rock I, is I, cooking. The Rock is—what a career. Yeah, he's figured it out well. George Cronko said it's going to be the same outcome as last year's Super Bowl Patriots are going to win. That's how I feel. I feel the same way, but I got. It's, it goes deeper than that. And uh, George also said Jimmy G is a monster. He might take that team deep into the playoffs. That's how I feel. They're not good enough to go deep in the playoffs next year. We're starting. This is my only thing with that. I think he's actually like a gonna be a top five quarterback in the NFL. Like give him two years. Um, But they're not like a Philadelphia roster or like a Minnesota defense. Right. But this roster can. The one thing about the NFL is it can turn
0: around like this. So let's see how the draft goes this year before we say what kind of team they are next year. I'm not. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to say anything about that team, but here's my thing, and I just want to clarify to all the listeners about Jimmy G finishing top five of MVP next year. He might not deserve to, but I think a lot of people are gonna fall in love.
1: That's not all. That's not all you said though. You also said he is going to be a top five quarterback next year. So yes. So okay. I and I read you a list of quarterbacks, and I was like, he has to surpass like. He has to be in the same realm as Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Cam Newton, Russell Wilson. If Andrew Luck comes back, you're gonna to have to take that one. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson. If I
0: told you Carson Wentz was gonna be a top five quarterback this year, would you you would have been like, what the hell, right? I mean, there's always a guy that comes out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, but there's two guys that came out of nowhere this year. Deshaun Watson was also playing like top five. And yeah, so it's gonna be hard to yeah, find well, a third guy. Well, we'll see what happens. Years. We'll see what happens. Um, and Tyler Brightman said, OKC OK, is going to shock people. I agree. Uh, George, I'm, uh, I hate to tell you where you were wrong on this I was this wrong. year. You were wrong about OKC in Houston. But, I was wrong. And I don't blame you because you were just taking like, the, the recent was, histories of James Harden, people like Carmelo and Russell Westbrook, right. and just being like, nah. But I've, I've watched basketball,
0: Sammy, since I was five years old, six years old. I'm now 30. So I have 24 years of watching the NBA. This is the these two teams are the two teams that make no sense to me in my life that are actually doing well. Like they make I have so much hit, sense. Though. I have, no. They the, do.
1: the Rockets make a lot a lot the, of r- sense. the Rockets make a lot more sense than I. I was more sold on them too than yeah the OKC, but the, especially
0: the OKC that
1: made no sense to me. It does make sense though. This guy Russell Westbrook led this team to forty something wins by himself. Just add a guy like Carmelo who can shoot the ball. Even if he takes shots away from Westbrook, you I can know, add I Paul just, George, who's who's right now like between a couple people, one of the top mm-hmm. defensive players yeah, yeah, in the I, year candidates. I, I should I should have seen it coming. I should have seen it coming. I'm you should have seen the I don't I don't blame you on the OKC because it's a bunch. I feel like Carmelo's a knucklehead. Mm-hmm. Russell kind of seems like a knucklehead a lot of time, which he kind of is, but he has so much passion mm-hmm. that it kind of masks that. But I can't believe you didn't see the Houston thing because but, I know how much you respect Chris Paul. And Chris I Paul do. and James Harden, as weird as it sounds, is a phenomenal match. Like James Harden's biggest issue is being the only guy with the ball in his hand. Right. He said, I want it in my hands less. But I feel like a lot of people were like that. That was like so funny when Chris Paul deleted that tweet, though, when it says like when people said there wasn't enough ball for both of you. Yeah. And I was like. Because I feel like he's seeing it the way I was too. Like, what do you mean? There's not a ball. Like, there's teams with four stars now, right? Right. And it's like, no shit, it's gonna work with Chris Paul and James I Harden, know. but work all, all the way more, to the second round playoff exit. It's by the way, which is still working. If by you the way, that. they're probably gonna make a conference finals first. Foremost. I, I
0: th- honestly, I think they make the conference finals. Number one, so. and and that's like, okay, so here I'll say it right now. Either OKC or Houston you know, are going to be
1: there. Yeah, and it's funny because you always try to take shots at James Harden. like And all this is like, second round, your favorite player in the NBA hasn't even sniffed a playoff I win. know that. And James Harden has been to Western Conference Finals yes. multiple times in an NBA Finals. Yeah, but so it's I, like, I like to joke around about these things. Yeah, but it'd be easier to joke around about it if it's like I'm sitting here saying – like my dude is Anthony Davis. I know, but, but, but I
0: mean, you, I mean, you 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 make like people make fun of my Andrew Luck ex, uh, stuff. He's been in the AFC Championship. That's game. what people are making fun of, though. They're not but, making no, fun I his know, playoffs. I know,
1: but you're making fun of James Harden's playoffs, and James Harden's actually been pretty decent, other than a game or two here or there. Which even the best player in the world, LeBron James, has had a couple of bad games and closeout games. Of course, of so course. it's like I, I I've said, know.
0: I've kind of I, I I still don't like James Harden. I don't have to like. His, Nobody said like him, but you gotta respect his game. He's a hell of a basketball player.
1: And Devin said George, and nothing else That's after that. He probably had some say and got busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we will be back after a break. Um, it is well, right? Good timing today. Um, wow. In the meantime, you guys can enjoy some highlights from the Sixers and Thunder game and music by Jacob West. He has new music out on iTunes. Look him up: JCB Space WST. Um, now, before we'll, that, we got Devin's comment. He said, don't feel bad for the, the criticism towards Thunder. It makes sense considering George Anthony Westbrook led the NBA in the worst shooting percentage multiple times this year. Thunder will be nothing more than a Toronto first-round one-and-done team. I think there will be like a second-round done. One, because I feel like if they face like the Spurs, let's say, mm-hmm. I feel like they could purely beat them off athleticism.
0: Here's the thing. Well, the thing with me and them that I got wrong was I didn't think that Westbrook would be able to coexist with another star after Durant left, and he was getting the ball so much this year and able to do whatever he wanted the year before, I'm sorry, and shoot the ball you know, X amount of times a game, make every single pass. He really got to control the narrative of a whole game from start to finish last year, and I'm surprised this year that he has taken not a big step back at all. I mean, I don't want to say Russell has taken a huge step back, but he's kind of giving – he's letting other people shine a little bit.
1: And before we go to break, Blake Griffin has been traded officially. What? Uh, Blake Griffin <laughs> has been traded to the Pistons. Um, for Avery Bradley, for Tob- Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, and Boban Merid, whatever, a first round and second round draft pick. Are you? Uh, That's hundred percent, like Adrian wow. ask So, um, it was funny because today, remember, I was talking about Avery Bradley, and yeah. it, I said Avery Bradley's trending. They're talking about like they're ready to move on from Avery Bradley. George, wow. focus on, focus on. Sorry, I'm reading about it. No, I, mean, I just told you the truth. I know. Blake Griffin, Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Boba, on a first and a second round pick. Um, I told you today, they're in talks to like deal Avery Bradley somewhere, but I assumed that meant like, oh, Avery Bradley for a second round pick. Like, yeah,
0: I didn't expect for a Blake with Griffin. With Blake Griffin, the, right? Which is kind of weird because this, te- this Clippers team is kind of coming together
1: at this time. Yes, but you know what's interesting? They're coming together with... The one and only Lou Williams yeah. playing really well, right? I know they're they're one game out of the eighth spot, right? Yeah, and they're seven and three in their last ten. Yeah, and I feel like though I think this team's gonna go for it as like the most interesting team in history mm-hmm. to make a playoff run, where it's a bunch of like mid-level players that come together. Because I think Blake Griffin there was may. I don't want this to sound stupid, but like not like not stunting their growth, but like I feel like. They just had, like, people would focus too much on him. And when really it's like the Lou Williams of the world's playing well. And then they can have an Avery Bradley, a Tobias Harris. Like, it's just going to be really interesting, seemingly like a bunch of second-role kind of guys coming together to play well. And uh, I think that's going to be really interesting for the Clippers. And I'm kind of excited to see. Blake Griffin on the Pistons. He's going to help them move up the standings, and I mean, in the East, he could be a second-round playoff team with the Pistons. 100. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, uh, this, uh, this is a you're kind of like thrown off the.
0: Well, like, I don't know what to say you, because, because we I it. wasn't expecting this, but yeah, Blake Griffin traded to the Pistons. Uh, maybe we'll come back after the break and discuss that. Yeah, let me. Um, I'm just going to. Let me just put it on the screen. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do, but I gotta like. Find but no, that's um, that's pretty crazy. Because when I heard Avery Bradley today was on the trading block, and you heard oh Avery Bradley, they want they're, in, they want to put him on the trading block, but they want something good in return. Uh but I didn't think they'd get a All Star type of player in Blake Griffin, who also you have to remember Avery Bradley only is on his final year of his contract, so he's he's actually an expiring contract after this season.
1: So what exactly is this Clippers team trying to do? That's question, what I'm wondering. Right? Like, are they – it's kind of
0: it's kind of in- interesting. You're
1: right. But.
0: Yeah, but look, and they just re-signed Blake Griffin for a lot of money. Yeah. And Avery Bradley's contract comes off the books for a lot of money.
1: We'll see what they do. I think this might mean DeAndre Jordan could be heading to Cleveland. They might be moving they, things. They,
0: they might be just cleaning house, and maybe this also means – we heard rumors that LeBron might be going to L.A. Maybe we're looking at the wrong L.A. team.
1: There's no chance to try to look I, here for
0: that. that. was No, they didn't, he just goes and assembles everyone he wants on that team. They're going to have so much cap space. I don't see it, but I'm just saying maybe that's what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to make a run at LeBron. I don't think he'd go like, there.
1: Forget being a Laker. Try, try being the first Clipper champion. In right.
0: But I don't think – look, I don't think he'd consider it yeah. at all.
1: But I'm just saying maybe that's what they're trying to do.
0: Maybe, maybe not.
1: Well, let's, we'll go, let's go to break. Yeah. Um, I'll throw this break in. We're, we we got to do some social media work really quick for five minutes, yep. and we'll be back.